0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guests are not necessarily the views of the owners or
1: management of TogiNet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Cooke, your host. Oh, there's an accident outside. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> oh, um, your host, the uh, gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, explained, unbelievable, and on New England's own Van Helsink. Wow. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, if wow, like you a... have
3: ADHD you
1: get distracted easily. Wow, it was like a car accident out there. There's no <laughs> traffic stopped and Oh.
3: Oh and, and my oh. co
1: hosts all the way from East Bridgewater, Ooh. the Blonde Bomb Show and Runway Kerrigan. Woo-hoo. Huh, Hi. that's interesting. As yeah, you know. I, I kinda do that. I get distracted easily, as you know.
3: <laughs> By shiny objects. <laughs>
1: Anything new, shiny objects. I mean I was I certainly would have sold uh, um Manhattan for twenty four bucks in uh, beads. No oh, doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it.
3: Little shiny beads and some, you know, lighters and swords and things like that. Right. It's all yours, guys. Take
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever.
3: So, what have you been up to? Did you have a good night um, Monday with uh, yeah. Deb?
1: Actually, we had a great uh, weekend. Uh, we did dining with the dead Portsmouth on Saturday night with uh, Jeremy Don right. and and uh, dining with the dead with Deb Miller on blah, 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 Monday, Monday night. Monday night, yeah. yeah. Both sold out. Sold out they had a sold good crowd. Awesome. Yeah, they were both sold out. They were f- f-
3: packed. That's terrific. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Awesome. I wish like I could have seen six, Deb. Sixty people in set. Why, you know Deb?
3: Yeah, Deb was on our show. She was. Yeah. Oh a few weeks ago. I'm so confused. <laughs> You're awful. Wow. Uh, you are bad. Yeah, we're we're Facebook buddies now.
1: Uh, Talk
3: all the time. She's wicked nice.
1: Better watch out, she's a stalker. Oh yeah? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's I actually um, uh have some uh let me see. I have some emails somewhere. Really? And I did want to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Let me see
3: Oh, this ought to take a while
1: No, everybody, no, no, no Everybody
3: go get a drink I'm right get here, I'm right here I'm right here All right This yep. is
1: actually a pretty cool one um, And it actually You know what's really weird is Since I've been doing this show I get a lot of people asking for advice mm-hmm. Usually in their love life But um, <laughs> once, once in a while it goes something <laughs> Guys, but,
3: if you're asking Ron for advice about your love life I don't think it's a good idea
1: Excuse me, 39 years of marriage? Ask uh, hello. me.
3: Ask hello? Me. Okay, the blonde bombshell, ask me. No, I'm thinking about don't ask me. Really no, 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 no. Advice.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know what? <laughs> Everybody thinks you, you're like some kind of sex goddess. That's all I ever get mm. emails about. Oh, who's the girl with the sexy voice? Ooh. Evidently, you haven't seen any pictures of her.
3: You never... Oh, shut up. You never send me those emails.
1: Of course not. That goes right in the spam.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot. And,
1: <laughs> Byron Whatever.
3: says "Anne's
1: the one. So, mm. the one of what is the question?
3: Thanks, Byron. Shut
1: up, braun So, anyways, I got this email from Jackie out in Ohio and um it's it, it, this is I've gotten these before and and I, I never mentioned them and I, I really should gotten them mm. boy received would be a much better better word. But anyways, um Jackie from Ohio sent me this email and it says, I just want to thank you oh no that was something else. That was an early email. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. Uh email. Yeah, well, you know. Family and I the family and I are going to investigate a bond that one of them owns. Okay?
2: Yeah. Any
1: suggestions for protection? Any certain prayer? Love your podcast, Jackie. Love you too, honey. Uh, anyways. And, and that's one thing I, I don't mention enough is is that, uh, y- you know, that does happen. I do get these messages every so often from ghost hunters who run into little nasty stuff once in a while and really weren't prepared for them. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, what we do is we always do the St. Michael's Prayer, which is a... Pretty strong prayer, and if anybody wants a copy of it, I'll certainly send it to them. But they can look it up in the uh, internet; it's just as it's easy. But I do have the plastic prayer cards, which I will be having blessed and sent to Jackie as well. So, oh, Jackie, oh. Uh, I, you know that's what you use, and um, I'm having that blessed on Mother's Day, and that'll be sent to you. So there oh, you go.
3: What a nice guy!
1: I know. So, so and across
3: how- all all hard hard but. I'm not supposed to say the other word on here, but what? You know, nothing. What? <laughs> Deep down you're a nice guy.
1: Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So so Ann, how much would you pay for a husband?
3: <laughs> hmm. Uh buck three eighty? Yeah, okay. Uh,
1: well, evidently, uh what if he what if he wasn't alive, would it matter? If he wasn't alive? <laughs> Well, according to this Chinese newspaper, um, arranged marriages are nothing new in China, uh, but sometimes they can reach even beyond the grave. A grieving father and four accomplices, accomplices have been arrested in China for digging up the corpse of a teenage girl to serve as a ghost bride for a man's son who died in a car crash. Ew. The people were were arrested. Uh, the people arrested had dug up the body of the girl who had poisoned her house herself after failing an exam last year. Oh, that's oh. tough. Oh. The father apparently paid up the $5,000 for the men to dig up the body for him. Oh <laughs> Uh, marriages after death are relatively common in rural China, but these occurrences are usually in a ceremony that's performed, and the bodies are buried together, not dug uh, up in the remarriage, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Where do you find these things? Oh, my God. What? That is what? gross.
1: Uh, whatever. Ugh. So, I mean, that's, that's what I have. Okay. Okay. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. One more piece of news, and that, that, of course, is on the infamous uh, Van Helsing t-shirts. Yes. Okay. Uh, Team Van Helsing, excuse me. Uh
3: Uh-huh.
1: And as you know, um, Kat from uh, uh, Canada. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Who, by the way, the Bruins kicked your butt, so, oh, well.
3: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Get over it. Uh, Anyways... uh, the Team Van Helsink uh, T-shirts, t- t- I've mm-hmm. posted on uh, my Facebook page, which is Ronald Kolick, and uh, I was asking for models, and I think there was a little bit of discretion because people thought, I guess they wanted me to model the T-shirts, but no, no. These are no. models to be on the T-shirt. Oh, so I, I, am looking, I am looking I am looking for female models to be on my t shirt. Other words, you will be immortalized on the Teen oh, okay. Helsinki uh T shirt forever. Really? Mm-hmm.
3: Really? Yeah. And so I, you did you did not phrase it that way at all?
1: It doesn't matter. I got like a ton of requests. So <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> I, I'm, I still gonna, I'm still gonna I don't, <laughs> <man>. I don't <laughs> I'm still gonna keep this open for a little bit. I got my photographer who's gonna do the and, um Laura, Laura's a professional photographer. She's mm-hmm. the one who's going to do the, uh, the photography for me for the uh, Team Van Helsing T-shirts, which are going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And anyways, so if you do want to get a team, I mean, b- become a model for the Team Van Helsing T-shirt. This is a lot of T's in there. Uh, then you can still contact me on my Facebook page. Uh, or message, message, message me. Message me. Was there a, what a repeating in here or something?
3: There's an echo. Yeah. Echo,
1: echo. anyway.
3: Uh, uh, yeah. go ahead. Cat has suggested uh, that you just go to a Hooters and pay the waitresses.
1: Pay? Hey, did someone <laughs> say pay?
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, she doesn't know Van Helsing. Oh, cat.
3: <laughs> yep. Forget it.
1: Nope. That's not going to happen.
3: <laughs> listen i have a beautiful 16 year old daughter uh-huh. as long as she's going to have her clothes on on this t-shirt uh-huh. i'm telling you she'd be a beautiful model
1: well i and you know i i do have a, some to pick believe it or not in my <clears>
3: humble <throat> opinion
1: okay we, we will we will get over this in a minute we will talk off air
3: <gasps> okay
1: but anyways um Okay, so that's, that's the update on the team, Van Helsing. You've got
3: to we'll hurry shirts. up, because Byron is cheering about hooters in the chat room now. Yeah, we,
1: Byron's always
3: cheering yeah. about hooters. Flashing devil horns and everything.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a guest on our show anyways. <laughs> so anyways, if you want to join us uh, in the um, uh, TojiNet chat room, uh, mm-hmm. they can certainly do that. It's at tojinet.com. Or you can do what, Ann?
3: They can go to our Facebook page, which is ghostchronicles Generation. If you are a little shy and don't want to go to our chat room and you'd like to just quietly ask us questions, yep. I'm, in, I'm manning it, so I'll yep. so,
1: so if you want to send a MASH message to Ann, you can go into the message on there and send it to her. A...
3: a MASH <laughs> message?
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> <Okay>. stalker, <laughs> whatever. Great. Because you have such a I sexy voice. I those as spam. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I unspan them, don't worry. Just remember, I'm half administrator on that page.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Oh. So anyways, I, I guess we got to bring our guests on uh, since we, we should. chatted through the first 20 minutes of the show or something like that. <laughs> Without further ado, I could smell him. I mean, smell him. I could hear him breathing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good friend of ours. He is from all the way from across the pond, which is like midnight right now over there. Yeah. He is the... Star investigator for a Haunted Devon and an all-around good guy, and I do me round, uh, Byron Jackson.
0: He gets more and more insulting every time I come on. Good evening, Ron. <laughs> how are you?
1: Outstanding. Uh,
0: uh, how are you, And I'm The, the hi, star of the show. How are hi, you? Hi,
3: Byron.
0: Oh, good, good. Um, Ron, how are you doing?
1: I, I only spoke to you yesterday. You yeah, said, that's okay. Probably... I mean, we I can, just we just to... forgot my name. We, we can get the uh, chitty-chatty later. I mean, we're already 20 minutes behind in the show, and I know you've got a lot of good stuff, so I really want to get into it. So, Byron, you know? what, what, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, what's happening? I mean, I'm excited about this topic of yours
0: okay so we're we are going to take you into deepest dark as Dartmoor this evening uh that we're going to play the clip hopefully if you, you've got them uh and the first clip is an investigation that took place on Dartmoor. now the way we do this is that we take the guys out to a location they don't know where they're going okay so we just drop them off and say here you are uh, and we use it as a psychic development tool. So the guys go out, they um, investigate a location that I know all the history of, and we see what they come up with. So you're going to hopefully see that. We're also going to uh, give you some information on Sir Arthur Conan's door, Hound do of the Basketballs, a bit, a bit later on as well in the second part of the show.
1: Mm. Really? So, Derek, uh, do we have any of these clips that we can play, or, or should we play them, or uh, any Okay, so we we do have the word. We can play them. So, do we want to play one now, or are you got to set this up, Byron?
0: Well, I think we should play one now, and then we can perhaps talk about the, uh, the the investigation after. I think each one's about six minutes, so uh, six people can minutes. go and understand. Go, go, grab
1: crap. A hot, go, I really go got to look at this stuff before I put it on the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's play that first one.
0: We're stood at the uh, Turley Corn Mill. It's almost a full moon, and I'm going to have a chat now with the chairman of uh, Haunted Devon, who is Barry Smith And uh, welcome Barry
4: Alright thanks Byron
0: And um, of course we are recording now for Ghost Chronicles And uh, they'll want to know all about Dartmoor and stuff Now you don't know where you're going do you?
4: I've no idea at all and I'm really excited
0: well, You don't know where you're going yet mate So I wouldn't get, <laughs> I wouldn't get too excited And we've got, there's only uh, five of us here There's, there's um, Andy, Neil, Claire And uh, of course the proverbial uh, Van Helsing's Little Gopher Okay, so we've arrived at our mystery location, and the team haven't got a clue really where they are. It's a bit black, isn't it? It is
4: black, and I'd say I've no
0: no idea where we are at all. And um, I've got the rest of the team here now, and when they're ready, we'll uh, prepare to move away. Okay, so uh, after a short walk, of which I nearly uh, dislocated my leg, um, we're now actually at the location and I've stepped away from the group to tell you, uh, the listener, exactly where we are. Um I brought the team to Hembury Castle and uh, Hembury Castle is a Bronze Age hill fort and um, located uh, near Buckfastley in Devon. Uh, so it's well into the Dartmoor National Park and I'm looking around me now and... Uh, Again, wide open space, but a large lump. Now, the large lump that I can see in front of me, large space of ground, was actually an old Norman moat and castle, Moat Bailey Castle. Um, so there's a so huge amount of history here. I'm looking down over the hill at the moment, and I can see the ramparts from the old hill fort. Um, so we actually walked through a gate and uh, into the hill fort itself. So we actually stood inside the hill fort at the moment. Now, I'm going to go back up to the team uh, very soon, um, but there are several stories that you need to know as the listener. Uh, Firstly, um, this place was actually called the Danish Camp, and it was called such because um, the Danes, or the Vikings as most people would know them, used to raid uh, Devon quite regularly. And uh, this location was apparently one day raided by uh, Vikings that came up on the River Dart and they attacked the location. And uh, apparently, according to legend, um, they overthrew the fort here and then went into the fort and uh, did rudies with uh, the ladies there present. Now, the ladies there present were a tough breed, as the Brits always are, and uh, they decided they'd take their own back. So um whilst the Vikings slept off a heavy, drunken stupor overnight, they went through the whole entire camp and uh, slit all the throats of the Vikings, hence the name of the Danish camp. So, three sections of history here. The Danes and the Vikings. We have um a Bronze Age Hill Fort and we also have a Norman-Bailey castle. So uh, hopefully um, the group will pick up on some of this. Uh, Let's go and find out. Okay, and uh, Barry and Claire stood here on the end. I think it's probably because they want to be closer to the pasties. And uh, what do you two guys think?
4: Um, Well, first of all, as as we came up to the mound, um, I felt there was... was, I could smell smoke, okay? Um, First of all, I thought... Possibly something's crashed here, but as I walked down to the mound, as soon as I got down to the bottom on the other side of the mound, I stopped, and I felt like I'd been shot. Uh, for some reason, I had a very horrible feeling come over me, and I felt like I was in the middle of a firing range or in the middle of uh, in the line of fire. Um, I don't know why, but as I walked across this flatish area, which is the other side of the mound sort of disappear but it always seemed to be just on the bottom of this mound which i felt uh the most
0: quite interesting then, barrier yeah it is clear you don't get away with that easy you stood on the end there sort of hiding so what do you think
1: um similar again to what andy and neil have just said it kind of feels like almost a sense of ritual religious kind of tones here um the way the trees are circular it feels almost quite protective um yeah, it's kind of maybe the idea of a cairn or something, but it's kind of my thoughts at the moment, really.
0: OK, so we haven't done a vigil yet, so I think we ought to do that now, don't you? If, uh, Barry, you want to set one up, we can uh, maybe see if we can find a bit more out, yeah?
4: Yeah, good idea.
0: Let people know what you did here.
4: You're surrounded. I, think I feel like we're being down here. We're definitely being watched down the bottom here. Okay. Well, I well, when, you you, well, when you when you
0: when yeah, you say watched, what do you mean by watched? Where, where watched from? Where?
4: I don't know. I'm being drawn in there, but like you say, you are getting the feeling. Hmm.
0: I just heard a scream. No,
4: yeah. I, I heard like a you're like oh, like that. Do you know what I mean like you know? Like you you, if you turn the camera on off or something like that.
0: No, it wasn't me, but I heard a scream up here. I don't know if, Did anyone hear that?
4: Yeah. That was just before you said, Have you heard this?
0: I mean, it could be a fox, something like that. Could did be. Do you like us being here? Is that your stomach? No. Did anyone hear that? Yeah. yeah. Not my stomach. That's a really weird we noise.
4: It. All of us are still. We're not moving.
0: Well, I thought it was you. That's why I looked at you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah I thought it was you. <laughs> not me.
0: Well, what the, I can't even sort of describe it. It was like... Rah, rah. It does
1: sound really weird, but to me it's so like, you know when you stop air in a jar or a glass or something, and you lift it, and yeah. like, That's almost what it
0: sounded like. <laughs> uh, and it certainly wasn't me. We'll have to listen back and see if we can hear that. Do you like us being here? Do you like us being here? Do you like us being here?
1: What the hell
0: was that? Well, that last piece, uh, I don't know if you heard it wrong, but uh, there was actually an audible there, and I've actually gave Across the to Viking another audible that he could play. Uh, it's been boosted a little bit, but you should be able to hear it. There is an answer to my question. We're not sure what it says, but it sounds like a grunt to us, but uh, you might want to play it. Do you like us being here? <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> what the
0: hell was that <laughs> i don't know about the music but the, you all heard the grunt at the end oh, we don't know what that was but uh if we play it once more viking then, then maybe we can do you like us being here <laughs> and that's what we got so uh that, that's our audible for the night Every, most people heard it but uh, we don't know where that came from um, but it was a good investigation nonetheless. and uh we did pick up on um, some good stuff, and uh, the guys actually came very close to picking up exactly what was at the location. And if you if you'd seen the location, you'd know why it was quite difficult. It was uh, really really difficult to pick out. Well, it was pitch black when we went there, so they didn't see much. So, um,
1: yeah. Do you have a Do you have a photo you could post on our uh, fan page so that people could see? It? Yeah, of course I will. I'll get that done for you. So so, so if you want to see this picture of where Byron is, you can go to our fan page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and pretend you like us, and you can see it. (laughs) Well, everyone does love you. Leslie Slip from the chat room says it sounded like a pig snort. Uh, No, that was just Byron, sorry.
0: No, it wasn't It wasn't actually if you uh, – I mean, there was no livestock in the area. We thought originally it might have been a fox or something like that. But uh, we, we've heard – you know, we did hear a scream um, up at that location. Uh, mm-hmm. We couldn't work, quite work out where that came from. But this was another audible that came up from the location. Uh, and, again, you know, uh, the team are experienced enough to know that if someone, you know, uh, shall I say, passes wind or has some <laughs> – some problem otherwise with their knees, then generally they they actually do um, they do actually then turn around and say, well, we did that, we did that. So um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a cool location, and actually the guys did very well. Barry's on there tonight, so if uh, if people wish to speak to him, they can ask him questions about that investigation. I'm sure he'd be only too pleased to uh, let them know a bit more about it. <laughs> it was Alan Ritman, by the way.
1: I was just going to ask that. Who the hell is Alan Rickman? I mean, that must be some Canadian dude because it's from Cat.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, well, yeah.
1: right, moving right along.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, I, I would.
1: <laughs> so, so, um, how long did you stay at this place? And and what was, uh, what, I mean, I knew no, it was at night, but what was the weather like?
0: the weather was uh it was good actually it wasn't uh it wasn't raining for a change there was no wind and um it was uh, a really nice a nice time to to go and uh so clear night um very 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 clear and as i said before ron we we do this quite a lot where we call it a Dartmoor venue we will take people to um to the location uh the only person who knows about the location is me. So, um, you know, I, I get the location together, I take the guys there. They don't know they're going. We meet at a pub. We don't drink, incidentally, because alcohol and uh, investigations don't mix, but we will have a, a soft drink, and, and then we will scoot to the location. So the first they know is when they actually arrive at a car park, walk to a, a dark area, and say, right, here you go, off you go, tell us what you think. And uh, it works really well. Um, the guys uh, practising their psychic development, uh, those people like me who are probably as psychic as an old brick, uh, we can stand <laughs> back and uh, uh, and listen to what's what's being said. But um, yeah, generally they always come up. It's uh, it's uh, it's a great thing to do. But that location, uh, very scary. Uh, and again, Iron Age forts are um, you know they're all over Dartmoor. Uh, we have some of the largest stone circles and uh, stone rows. In Britain, on Dartmoor, uh, so there's 365 square miles of uh, Dartmoor. Not, it's not huge, big in, in, in comparison to the US, but um, it is wild, and it stays that way. And, uh,
1: and you yeah. haven't posted those yet, by any chance, ever, have you?
0: No, I haven't yet, but I will. I will see if uh, I can. If you, I'll get Barry to. uh, He's probably listening in. He he can go away and scoot and get those up, but uh, um, he'll pass them up to you and uh, get onto the Facebook page because he's on there now. So, yeah. So um, yeah, interesting location, and I don't think that one's ever been done before. So it was uh, a classic. Dartmoor
1: uh, So you you're saying it's a Stone Age Fort or Iron Fort. Um there is really it's really just a, a landmass right now. There's there's no really structure at all to
0: it, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you can imagine a couple of football pitches of uh, waste ground surrounded by a very large rampart, that's basically what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the location also has a very large, what we refer to as the lump uh, in the middle, which has a later Norman um, Uh, you know, Moten Bailey-style castle. Now, in 1066, when William the Conqueror came over and did his stuff, when he'd finished his stuff... He decided to build a certain amount of forts around the country to, uh, in order to maintain discipline. So this would have been one of those forts. And it would originally have been wooden. Uh, and It wouldn't have amounted to much. It would have been, you know, a, a reasonable size, but it was just a keep, really. And uh, they would have used the original ramparts from the old Stone Age fort to uh, and built up on that as well. So it was quite a big uh, location. Uh, okay. and it would have had dwelling houses and religious sites in the same place, so...
1: Okay, so we're actually coming up on the break right now. So uh, when we come back, uh, we have more of this, right?
0: We do indeed. We, we progress. We go to another location, the luckiest church in the whole of Britain, I'm sure.
1: Okay, so we're going to talk about that when we come back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell and the sexy voice, Kerrigan.
3: <laughs>
1: and the other guy. And guy. we'll be right back after the following messages from net Pararex, Ghost Channel, Beyond, yaddy, yaddy. Oh
2: Welcome to net radio with a cutting edge.
4: The American
2: Rock and Roll. ya That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand, or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah! Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central, on toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Tokenet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with rock.
3: Ooh, and we are back with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation... With
1: Ron and Ian and our very special guest, Byron Jackson. Hello, I'm
3: here. I'm here.
0: Hi. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: and before we do go any further with Mr. Jackson, I yeah. do have to, an announcement to make if I have to lock back into the chat room the find a damn thing. Uh, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Actually, Leslie, our good friend, Leslie. Yeah. Uh, Marden, who has written the book Media Rare, which is available on uh, com and uh, also Amazon and a bunch of other places. But anyway, she, I know she's doing a lecture in book signing somewhere, but I chat room keeps moving on me and I can't find it <laughs> <laughs> so repost that for me and I will mention it well it's
3: on our, it's on our Facebook page
1: oh is it can you tell uh, us that what it is Ann wait
3: he just woo-hoo-hoo. oh my goodness now I lost it wait
1: oh my God it's valuable, valuable uh, I time I know I'm
3: sorry no 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 Look, um, it's 1230 in I UK it right now here. I, know, I know wait 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 wait, wait. where do you put it where do you put it I'm almost uh, there I'm sorry
1: Oh, my God. So how are you, Byron?
0: Oh, I'm fine. Just just
1: keep the
3: crap for a minute.
1: I'm fine (laughs) and dandy. Here it is. Uh, Leslie Martin will be at Universal Visions in Newburyport from 7 to 9 on Thursday, I believe. There's no date on it but i believe it's thursday almost positive so uh leslie marden will be at universal visions that's a Newburyport, port mass a newbury mass newbury mass from uh, seven tonight uh with her latest book medium rear okay. so there you go all okay. right so anyways that's we got to talk i'm sorry again. Yeah, i didn't mean to talk over you that's all right i
3: just said glad you found it sorry yep
1: so anyways, um, we do like to uh, continue on with this. Uh, we are talking with Byron Jackson from Haunted Devon all the way across the pond, and it's like 1230. Here. So we had just explored uh, some Danish Iron Age for it. and now where
0: are we going now Byron? Uh, we're now going to a, a church, a Holy Trinity Church of Buckfastley. Now this uh, church is quite unlucky Ron to be honest. Um, it was a 13th century church. Um, it had problems in 1884 when the church was restored. The spire was hit by lightning. Uh, 8th of May 1849, arsonists broke into the church and started a fire which destroyed part of the, uh, destroyed part of the church. Second World War it was bombed and eventually on the 21st of July 1992 it was actually burnt down by alleged sickness so um, this location is uh, quite a, a vibrant place to, to go to and I've posted up a, a link for you to to have a look at it but um, yeah the team went there immediately after we've been to the the Iron Age fort so uh, the next clip is from that location
1: okay so do we have that uh, clip?
0: clip I th- let it Right, he's got it. So uh, the team having completed the first vigil session at Henbury Castle and they're going to make their way down to the next location. I've actually told them where this is, and we're going to be going to Holy Trinity Church in Butfast Lee. Uh, it's probably one of the most unluckiest churches out. Um, in the 1800s, uh, it was partially burnt down. It also, at some stage, was struck by lightning uh, and the tower was destroyed. And then, uh, finally, in 1992, it was burnt down, allegedly, by Satanists. So, we're going to be popping up there, taking a look uh, and seeing what we come up with. Okay, so the team have just arrived at Holy Trinity Church in Budfastleigh. And uh, we've all through the graveyard and into the remains of 13th century church and it is enormous. It's a huge building, Um, large building, Norman Norman Taika features. And we've walked into one of the chapels now, and this is the only covered area that we can see. Um, Do you want to go and do a loner in the chapel?
4: Okay,
0: go on. Okay. Off you go then. We'll come and get you in a minute. So I've just sent Andy off to uh, do his lone vigil in the chapel that we just came from. And on the wall, there were uh, pagan symbols, but also satanic symbols as well. So he's off to sit there on his own.
4: Of us. Fact, someone else. You're going to affect Andy in the
0: chapel? So Barry's now calling out, and hopefully he'll get something from that. I'm going to go down awesome. there and see if I can uh, speak to Andy and see what's... Uh, happening there with him so I'm going to leave the team here and walk down across a very unstable path down to where Andy's hopefully still sitting if he hasn't disappeared so hopefully Andy is still here I hope he... Andy? Yeah, I'm (laughs) here. Are you you okay? Yeah, I'm
4: okay. So,
0: how is it for you at the moment?
4: Very uneasy. Um, Don't feel I'm alone in here. Um, I feel over in the corner to my right-hand side. Um, I felt something there. I've had some pains in my arms.
0: Is everyone feeling you all right, Claire?
1: I'm feeling really sick.
0: Really sick, yeah. You okay though?
1: Yeah, I'm alright. It's just the chest right.
4: Very apprehensive. Um,
0: I feel like we're being watched from somewhere.
4: I'm unsure.
0: See I I've definitely been here before, so
4: I feel I don't I feel better in here than I did at front.
0: Is Claire all right, today, She's just left the room here. No, I'm all
4: right. I just yeah. need to get out of Okay. I'll tell you what I am I'm getting very strong pains in my chest. Both sides of my chest, all right? And it's like if someone's grabbing the chest really tightly. Do you know what I mean? Really tightly at the same time.
0: Right, Andy, you come with me. We're going to see Squire Cables okay. Coombe. Right. And uh, just for your information Squire Cable came from my old town oh, no. Froome and Somerset so, so, so he was the most evil man in Devon And he came from my hometown no. town Maybe I'm associated, I don't know But let's have a look at his tomb anyway So this is it here okay. This tomb here And you'll notice it's built like in like a Barred um, thing, and this was to keep him in. Uh, For the US listeners, Arthur Conan Doyle purportedly um, wrote The Hand of the Baskervilles after this chap, and uh, essentially, this guy, Squire Richard Cable, came from Freeman, Somerset, and was a notorious um, person. He uh, hell-raised and was said to have murdered his wife and was also said to have, uh, raped and, uh, murdered several women in the area. Now, when he died, he was supposed to have sold his soul to the devil. And I'm looking now at his tomb. Now, he has been placed in a big mausoleum. Uh, it's completely surrounded and barred off, as we see Andy. Yes, it is. And, please. uh, yeah. What we need to do, Elsie, is there's uh, a ledge that if you walk around 13 times, and then stick your hands through those bars, you get them bitten.
4: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: So, uh, lights off, Andy, and off you go. I'm
4: just looking at why the teeth cracked.
0: Maybe he's on his way out. So, Andy, you've uh, you've walked around 13 times now. Yeah. You're slightly out of breath. Did you did he come out?
4: I didn't feel anything now.
0: So okay. No. But de- de- definitely the locals the locals thought that something would happen because they have covered this thing over they've and they've locked it up eight. and they've made sure that this guy ain't going anywhere um, But you mean
4: there's not even any doorway
0: in there is a doorway in the back yeah there is a doorway in the back but it's an oak door and uh, yeah stop. to stop him coming out but uh, yeah another little story there Squire Cable and the Wish Hounds
1: That's true. That story is actually in my uh, new book. Goes today. It's uh, it's on there, and that's uh, by the moors. In there have been many sightings of dogs, big black dogs with red eyes. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right, Byron? Isn't that right, Byron?
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, Yeah, on this occasion, I mean, there's loads of black dog stories in uh, the UK, particularly on the moor. Uh, This guy, Cable, um, was a 17th century uh, landowner who was known for his evil ways. He, He used to capture and keep girls in several of his properties away from the gaze of his wife. And then he was said to hunt with terrified creatures with a pack of hounds, great black beasts. Uh, and you know again the story is that he was actually a little bit uh, perverse I and mean, you all heard of Alistair Crowley uh, he was very similar to this guy he was a bit uh, perverse wanted to do things his own way and um, so people felt he made a hat with the devil so um, so he was buried that way and of course I did get Andy to run around 13 times to stick his finger through I mean you've got to do it <laughs> Um, I mean, to to be serious, the actual location is uh, quite frightening. The people that go there, the sensitives amongst uh, those people that were there, um, do generally end up feeling sick uh, when they go to the location. Um, It has been used for uh, satanic rituals in the past, and there are signs that that has happened. Uh, Certainly in the chapel, there are insignia that would indicate that that uh, has taken place. Um, so, with the unlucky uh, fact of the church, the church was actually in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's a location that um, was notorious for uh, body snatching or grave snatching. Correct. Um, so, so again, you know, there there was an indication that maybe the story of Squire Cable was put in place to stop people from taking bodies from the graveyard, which was a good way of making money in that in those days. And
1: uh, I bet you they could get like five thousand dollars for a woman.
0: Well, I'm sure they could, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so they could, mar- rock- so they could marry a rough as it goes right. <laughs> oh, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be digging anyone up. But um, that, that 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 location was actually quite scary. The guys, most of, well, in fact, all of them other than myself had not been there before. And um, yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those locations that that has its uh, roots steeped in in sort of good history and uh, the idea behind this was to actually give you guys a bit more knowledge of the, our local area and to 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 um give you an indication of how, how we have a legend over here in the uk and uh, we'd like you all to come over but if you can't come over we'll just keep recording for you ronnie
1: no, you're doing a good job. As, as I mentioned, that was one of the uh, stories in my my new book goes today, and that was one of the more enjoyable ones. Uh, I ro- I wrote that entry, and uh, I I love the story behind it. There's a lot more to it too. Then th- you've got the church, you've got the graveyard, you've got the going around it 13 times the path <coughs> with the devil, you got the black more dogs. you uh, there's all got it all. Of- oh, it is. It's really a, a great legend, and oh, hi, and hi. yeah and and and, and oh, yeah. By, byron and his team has actually survived it so i mean huh? i mean how can you i mean it doesn't yeah, get yeah,
0: any better de- does it well you're talking to the team that went to pendle hill so uh mm-hmm. you know we have survived the pendle hill witches which yeah, uh yeah yeah we're, 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 which most haunted didn't you know most of their team fell over sick i mean we all came back okay i think the most dodgy thing i had there was a sausage but you know <laughs> hey ho This is a a professional team, you see, and uh, we we don't uh, lay ourselves down to to that type of thing. I mean, the the problem is when you go to these locations, they they do have uh, a big beef up. You know, there's a location, it's scary, and particularly in the UK, we have castles and places. And as soon as you walk into the place, you think, oh, you know, I don't like it. It's a psychosomatic type thing. So you then begin to feel ill. But there are some locations that you you have to say, you know, if there is someone watching you it will be at that location it's uh it's um yeah uh, darmo is a wonderful place but uh sometimes it's best to be with a group of people rather than on your own
3: <laughs> now was this um was this another instance where the people did not know your team did not know they were going there
0: or? Uh, yeah they well I- they didn't know originally when they went out but um i did tell them before uh we got to the location that the reason for that is obviously the church is still consecrated believe it or not and um i just wanted to let them know you know to to to, to keep the noise and everything down and respectful and that type of thing so i had to let them know really where they were going um, after but um yeah i mean it's open to everybody you can go visit uh, the location, but obviously from our point of view, we want to make sure that the thing is done safely, uh, right. so they were told, but but you know, again, they didn't know where they were going for the first part of the evening, so there's no way on the moor that they could have then looked up and say, oh yeah, I've got this, and I know this has happened, and this, and the other, um, because there isn't much on the on the uh, legends other than the couple of links I've sent you, and if they haven't checked them, they probably wouldn't know anything about it, unless they've been there before, and I can categorically say that... Oh. Or oh, I've read, read my book. Or read your book. Oh, yeah, but Yeah, or your book, anybody's book. I'm the only one here who hasn't written a book. Maybe I should write one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I haven't
0: mm-hmm. written one, Byron. Oh, yeah. have you? Yeah. Oh, the, we should do it, Alan. We should write a book.
1: That's you, right. We'll write you first have again. to learn how to write before you can write. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> 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 You're so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lips don't count, though.
3: No, yeah. So this now like, with this um, with this church, I mean, if you get all the way out there, I mean, what if <laughs> what if someone was out there having a satanic ritual? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, so you know, what do you, what do you do? You we'll take your You take your clothes off and join in.
0: Well, that, I, that, it's funny you should mention that. It wasn't the fact that we had, but it, the area, yeah, the where we were, has been reported by the BBC as being uh, an area of satanic rituals. Um, in fact, probably a couple of years back, there were a, a group of sheep laid out in, uh, you know, a star shape, and that that had been laid out, and all their eyes had been taken out, and their genitalia oh. removed. Um, so uh-huh. it does go on. Yeah, unfortunately, there are people that still worship in that way, and um, yeah, they they do it, and it's been seen, and the mutilation of uh, cattle and animals has been notorious in some of these areas on Dartmoor, so um, yeah, it does happen, and uh, if we were to meet, I think we would observe it at a distance, because I'd definitely like to know what goes on, um, <laughs> wouldn't you? wouldn't you? I yeah. mean, you know, it's just one Maybe. of those things. It's it the taboo subject that everybody wants to know about. Right. Um, uh, and certainly the type, you know, again, I don't know, I'm not a Satanist, but, you know, mm-hmm. those people that are, they certainly believe in what they what they do. And uh, if you look at the truths of um, Satanists or religion, if you look at it, it is a religion as such. But, um, you know, I, I'm more than prepared to look from a distance as long as they don't slaughter me or remove my genitalia. <coughs> Does that, does that answer your question?
3: That's that's, that's uh, I think so.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Ron, well, have, you, have you, got any, you got any questions? No, you're doing fine. Oh, okay. He's obviously gone to sleep now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> going to wake him up. I mean we're, we're, we're looking for new locations for you guys and obviously we are going out to uh, several locations. Ron you mentioned yesterday about your Haunted Cruise and I spoke with my colleague in Haunted Plymouth and we're actually going to look together to put together a cruise now. Uh, and uh-huh. that's, your fault. that's your fault. We're going to have a like-for-like cruise. We're going to cruise the River Tamar from Plymouth to Calstock uh-huh. and uh, yeah we're we're actually going to do that now and um, just, just uh you know just just because we can and um again, that's the cross poll- cross-pollination between the two groups and i do think that you should now take into account get your group take them to a location that only you know about ron and get them to pick up on stuff that you know about that you've historically checked and see what results you get i think you'll find it striking really how quickly people pick up on stuff uh, it's, it's a
1: good idea byron i think it's a very good idea i mean we've done that with with maureen and i remember we went we went to uh portsmouth lighthouse and uh we actually in fact uh they didn't know we were going and when we got there we left them outside the gate until we had our all our equipment and everything else set up so there you go oh, that's, i
3: think it's a great idea <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's a worthwhile thing doing. But the reason being, you know, you get to some locations, you get mediums that are, you know, working mediums, and then you get other people that are developing mediums who want to really have that chance and opportunity to say what they think, what they're feeling, and um, to be honest. Um, you know the guys in the group there—they're all pretty much uh, developing uh, mediums, and um, they all came up with some really good results, striking results on some occasions. Where you know you, you say, "Oh, I feel that I'm being fired at," this and the other, and it didn't look anything like a castle, mm-hmm. and it didn't look anything like anything really. It's just a lump, and uh, yep. and it, it's not even a big lump. And uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, but, but to come back with that type of stuff and and to almost describe. Um, you know the the um, the the roundhouses that people have been lived in. It was it was a fabulous thing to do. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Do you want to know where we're going next? No. Oh, I won't no, we'll tell you t- We're going to be
1: we're going to be your team. So well, we don't want to know, so we can get our impressions.
0: Oh, All <laughs> right. And that, in that case, then I want a team van house in T-shirt.
1: Okay. Uh, well they're coming uh yeah believe me these are gonna be the shirt they have trust me okay. um, anyways I, I believe we have the photographs posted on our page now don't we Aunt?
3: we do we have uh, Buckfast lay church and uh. Hembury. oh these English names hembury Hill fort and then That's the have, one. yeah some castle facts on Mott and Bailey. <laughs> so, yes, they're all posted.
0: Brilliant. Excellent. Cool. You, you've, yes. got it, you've got it all there. That's brilliant.
1: Well, so, that's Byron, pretty cool. Give us so, so, yeah, Byron, so, I mean, what was your. I mean, you went to those locations, you have been to them before. So, for each of the locations, what do you uh, stood out the most in your mind?
0: Well, to be, to be honest, I, I dislike immensely Buckfastly Church. I, I don't like it uh, there at all. And I think mainly because it's a church and I just don't like being in there on my own. Um, you know, obviously it's a graveyard surrounding it. You have to walk through it to get to where you need to be. But I'm not afraid of graveyards because the way I see it is that people have died. Their spirits are not going to stay there. They'll disappear anyway. So, But this, this particular location is not good. It's the sort of location, uh, you know, and I'm always told by... the mediums that if there's something bad's happened at a location they'll pick up on it and it's amazing how many people feel ill when they go there that for me you know um I was fine there, but it was the, it was the other location that was that was actually uh, the spookier of the two, the Iron Age 4 and the uh, Norman Moton Bailey, but basically because there are several things. You know, we had the uh, audible which you've still got and you may want to play it back or put on your site uh, with the, the the grunting that that we got in response to a, a question, uh, and of course the um, scream that we all sort of heard, but actually on the audibles, you know, from from sort of view of uh, the broadcast. Us. We didn't actually get it, so um, so we couldn't actually play that back to you. But the audible was well worth a, a play again to see if anyone can work out what was said. I thought it said use, but uh, you know it could be wrong. Could be wrong. But uh, no livestock around, so unless someone did it without me knowing, but they were all very close to me and the team are a pretty responsible group. So you know it was only five of us there. It was uh, right. We didn't we didn't make that sound, so it's an audible. Um, and actually, so- it took me a
1: while. Sorry, go on. So I, I, I'm a little curious about these uh, two investigations you did, if we're going to call them investigations, is that um, did you bring any equipment with you other than just yourselves? Yeah, we
0: always take a team kit. We've we've got um, obviously uh, EDP, uh, and uh, we, we have the E V P recorders, uh, temperature thermometers, and that type of stuff. So, so uh, yeah, EMF meters. Uh, just a basic kit. We obviously when you're out on the moor, you can't really take everything, but you try and take what you can to. To verify some of the information, there was no strange or startling readings from any of those, really. To be honest, it was uh, a pretty normal night. But obviously, we um, we did an EVP session uh, at uh, both locations, and uh, I can say that I verified most of that, um, well, all of it. And I haven't I haven't seen anything unusual at either of those locations, other than that one clip, uh, which we played you this evening. So, yeah, it, it's going to seem like wrong when we when we go to these locations it's uh, working obviously the first aid kit which is very important
1: okay
0: and your eyeballs and a a, a, you know and a coat uh, yeah it was it was was quite chilly but uh,
1: and I mean I assume you take lots of photographs and stuff too as well Yeah, the guys
0: took uh, photographs. I think they put them up, and I think Barry's probably got them still somewhere where he can put them into a public area, and I'll get him to do that. Uh,
1: Barry? It, it, are they, uh, where, can, yeah, exactly, I was going to ask you, Byron, is, is somebody, I know that, that you were involved in hard to Dev Honor, uh, you still are, correct? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm still, um, obviously, the founder, but I'm actually doing a lot with other groups as well now, uh-huh. um, uh, Barry is actually the chairperson, Don't I mean, basic basically, run like a, a company, no, we're not, you know, we're not, You know, it's a it's a a professional group that's that's run on non-profit making organisations. So, yeah, I'm still the founder, and uh, I still uh, regularly investigate with uh, HD. Uh, but uh, we found the necessary to, to actually get another chairman in because, you know, it's just good to have another fresh breath in there. But also we change around and uh, it gives me time to do some of the filming projects that I'm doing in the UK, uh, but also work with other teams as well to cross-pollinate back into HD. So it works works good for everybody,
1: really. Okay, so once again, we've been talking with Byron Jackson, uh, our investigative reporter from the UK, and this is going to be a new series that we will carry. Uh, we're not sure of the time period, but it'll be every month or so, and uh, you will be reporting back on various locations within the UK and, and maybe beyond. Uh, who knows? So uh, it worked out pretty good. We got the audio clips with it, and we, we got a feel of what was going on. So. Uh, yeah, and any questions at all?
3: No, I I just I love listening to these investigations, and I wish I wish I could go there.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, it maybe we will. Awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. Byron, we want to thank you so much uh, for coming on. You're
0: very welcome. Thank, thank you me. for inviting me.
1: And uh, I guess welcome. we'll I guess we'll see you uh, next month, right?
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, if uh, if you want me, I'll be here, and I'm off to do your gophering. <coughs> uh-huh. Gophering?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: okay. girlfriend. Yeah. No, uh, I'm his Harry gopher. And uh, like I say, I'm always looking for Facebook friends. I lost mine because I was actually banned from spamming, so if you want to Facebook me, uh, I'd be happy to receive some friends. Oh. Yeah. And you're, you're not in my group anymore. I, oh, I, got, I, I, I was, I was accused of being a spammer, so, uh, oh. so I, I have to be re, re-embellished. If oh, like.
1: well, that's what you get? All right. You pervert. Anyway, yeah. uh, I do want to mention once again that Leslie Marden, uh she has written a book called Media Maria, and she will be at Universal Visions in Newbury, Massachusetts, from 7 to 9 on Thursday. And uh, it's a cool book, and Leslie's a cool person. So, uh, if you're not doing anything Thursday night, uh, uh, you know, certainly come on down. And just uh, okay. s- there you go. All right. So, Ann, anything coming up with you, or no? Nope, nothing
3: going on with me. I'm boring, boring, boring.
1: Okay. People are asking uh, when are we doing our TV show. So, hmm. all
3: right. Well, we'll work on it. There you go. All
1: right. So, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, tune in next week when we have who?
3: Oh, God, I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Go to the Lori, Facebook page, she'll tell you. Lori Bruno. All
0: right.
1: And she is a Sicilian witch, so this would be pretty cool. And you Good can see know. it. Good night, and God bless. Bye-bye. Good night.
2: From ghoulies to ghosties, long leggedy beasties, and things that go bump.